Feel it coming in the air yeah. And the screams from everywhere yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill It's a dangerous Sorry. love affair Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Sorry. now Only thing that's on my mind Is who gon' run this town tonight Hey, welcome in to Guam Lester Sports Talk Show 888-346-9144 is the number to call in Join us on the show we are live in studio on this Tuesday. Demi Lachey's here. And we also had Kurt Fell Keller in the building as well. Had to take a step out to receive a phone call on status, on, on his work status. So Kwame Lasseter is out on assignment. I know he will. Shall be calling in very soon. If not, I know he was pulling up here uh, pretty soon as well. But ton of sports to talk about. I know yesterday's show, we got a little tied up and talking politics. Talked a lot about uh some trendsetters in which, uh, you know, it, it was the likes of Peyton Manning discussion being brought up and how, you know, is he looked at as a trendsetter or should he deserve a statue? I mean, we will continue that, that talk a little bit more today. I know we had discussed uh, we're going to pick out our trendsetters for today. Like, who do we see as, you know, in today's game as a trendsetter or who sets that tone, who sets that form? And, you know, we, we also would also last night, man, in the NBA world, Excuse me. Um, I know the San Antonio Spurs. I don't know what happened in the collapse in that fourth quarter. That will be discussed as well against the Charlotte Hornets. Kwame just walking in. And so with that being said, man, yeah. With that being said, I mean, we're going to kick this thing off um, like we kind of discussed yesterday. Um, You know, we were talking about, you know, trendsetters. And then then literally, you know, I, I went home, read over some blogs and read over you know, a couple of reports, you know, what was the true definition of a trendsetter? You know, because we was all scrambling around and giving our personal aspects and personal opinions about it. So, you know, looking into, you know, the true definition, I guess you could say in a sports mannerism way of a uh, of a trendsetter. You know, I'm thinking of someone who changes the culture of a game, who evolves the game to a whole nother level and. Who, who push forwards and thrives, you know, do do things the right way in a professional standpoint. I mean, that's literally what I've got out of the simple take of, of a trendsetter. And I'm thinking about the guys in the game right now or maybe even recently retired, you know, what the game has evolved or where life has evolved into. And the one name that obviously we talked about yesterday was definitely Peyton Manning. And I, I believe he, in my opinion, personal opinion, it's not me just being a fan, but also, you know, just stating the facts, I mean, this guy is literally a trendsetter. I think he evolved the game. He, he, he's taken over every record almost as a quarterback in, a, in his own given position, but also changed the game from a marketing standpoint um, in his position. And he, he's doing it. He did it at a high level, very professional ever since he got into the NFL. We all know about his um, antics, I guess you could say, that was brought up in his college days. But ever since he been in the NFL world. I mean, he's been a champion. He's been thriving. And I think he, he, he is a trendsetter. I mean, in, in, in the NFL as well, I think you have to throw in maybe the names of like an Odell Beckham maybe. He's starting to set new trends in the new game and evolution and where he's evolving to. Cam Newton is another name I throw out there. So it's a couple of guys, definitely, you know, some bigger names. And we do got the gentleman here in the building. I, I think um, the trendsetting part of it, when I, when you, when I hear that, uh, I think of a... Uh, as recently as AI, yes, guys who transcend uh, the game from from the position he played or how he was or or what he did, what him coming into something and then everyone else doing it. 
Yeah, and, and whether that be his play or his style. Yeah, and, and the article that I read about definitely brought up a guy like AI and how his stature was. You know, is he a Hall of Famer? Is he? Uh, can he? You know, is, is he one of the greatest of at his positions? And I think during his time in his game, his generation, he he was a trendsetter. Not only that, he was the MVP. He went to the finals. He he did everything marketing wise as well, and he did it on his own. I mean, he did it differently. He did something that we've never seen before. Well, there's, there's guys in the Hall of Fame that don't have his stats, but the game changes every every year. Right. So right. He, you talked about a little while ago Peyton Manning, uh, where the game changed. You can't touch the quarterback. You can't touch Tom Brady. There's a Tom Brady rule. Yeah. It doesn't make sense as a defensive player that if I'm on the ground, I can't reach for his legs. It, it, that makes no sense. Uh and having a rule for a guy when you're trying to make a play defensively, but when the game changes, it's easy. It's easier for these guys to set some trends and break new records. You look at Peyton Manning who broke a lot of records, uh, Tom Brady who break records, Drew Brees who breaks records because you can't touch the receivers anymore as a defense. Well, when I want to put uh, butts in the seats, on in seats, and into the stadium, then defensively I want to, offensively I want a high-scoring game. That's more exciting. When you see a game. And people who understand the game, when you see a game that's like 9 to 6 or 13 to 10, to me that's a good game. That's a, that's a great game. Somebody was playing defense and it was just, it was stalemate. Somebody ended up getting a field goal from a mistake or something. So when, you, when you're trying to change things and, and set trends, mm-hmm. the NFL do it in a way that's more profitable for them, but players do it in a way that more so where they come from or what's changed around them. And they're able to they're able to capitalize off that just by being who they are. What about a guy like Calvin Johnson? I don't. I don't see. I it. mean, his his product. You didn't see it. <clears throat> Is that no, well? His well, I say his height as a receiver. When I, yeah, when I think of the game and transcending and evolving, I've never seen before Calvin Johnson at his position. You know, a, a, a player that size, an athlete that size in that position, and was really dominant in, in which he came into the I've game. I've seen a lot of those guys. I, ha- I have Dallas not. Cowboys, Philadelphia uh, Eagles. Mike Quick was a tall receiver. Mike Quick was uh, pretty deep. Was he, he was pushing like 240? 240, is, no, not as far as weight. Right. Them guys, that, that, that he was six. Two, for being 240, that's Calvin Johnson's problem. <laughs> but uh, two, being six three and six five, and still weighing, being able to weigh 220, those are big receivers. Mm-hmm. And then we used to see little small receivers like the um, – you look across the board back then when the Washington Redskins Gary Clark. had all those receivers. They were five, nine. Yeah. These guys were 5'9 guys, and, and they was dominant. I'm talking about you had to start getting corners who was that size to keep up with them because bigger right. corners couldn't. Then you got big receivers, so you start getting bigger corners like Dave Thomas. Mm-hmm. You got getting bigger corners that's what – and a big corner at that time was like six foot. Six one. Mm-hmm. Now you're getting some guys that's they growing out the gym. Yeah, Richard Sherman, Asamoa. I mean, right. I know he didn't have a great career in Philadelphia, but even in Oakland. Yeah. Well, he was about what is he, he was, about he, six he foot? Was about right? six. He was pushing about six two, six three. Is he? I stood he next to him, so I must be guy. taller than I am. Then so, on some days, depending <laughs> <laughs> on my shoes. Some days. Yeah, when you talk about the trend center, I think it's it's. Uh, it's, it's all relevant. Is it more of a generational thing or is it more of a um, timing and all that? I mean, timing? it depends on what the game is. and depends on what are you doing differently that everybody has adapted to. And when I, when I think of AI, it wasn't his basketball games. Guys can play that game. Right. It was how he came, his culture, how he brought a different culture to the NBA. What changed it? He was the reason why they were in suits now. 
because he was if he wasn't playing in the game, mm-hmm. he was on the sideline looking like a rapper. He had jewelry on, uh, tennis shoes, and all that. And then the NBA say this is more of a business than it's really not, depending on who the business is catered to and for. Then they said, well, you got to put on a, a sports coat, and you got to put on more of a suit, a business attire. Right. The guy started putting on sports coat. <laughs> and they stopped, and then he said, "Well, you better find you some sports pants, some casual pants, pants to go with that." I thought that so, rule was still impact. Be honest with you, to today and it's still the, the other day. I watched some, uh, you know, how they showed it uh, before basketball game. Showed the guys entering the stadium mm-hmm. or whatnot. These dudes was wearing whatever. I saw well, guys with cut up jeans and. I'm talking about on the sidelines, on the sidelines oh, yeah, when they're the watching. Yeah, on the bench, you can wear what you want in the stadium. Okay. You I thought it was. I thought yeah. it was, they changed that. Well, too. no, they they wearing all these as well. uh, khakis and oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. to the ankles. I'm not. I'm not to the ankles to the calf. I've never seen grown men do that except. Uh, in they call country. that fashion. I call that <laughs> something else. They call it swag. I call it. It sounds like that. I call it something else. <laughs> Kurt fell color in the building. <laughs> oh my! I walked into the wrong conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I walked into clearly the wrong conversation. Man, I, well, first of all, let me say this. I should not be sitting in traffic for 55 minutes. This is the worst. I, it's not making any sense to me. All my detours and shortcuts are not detours and sh- shortcuts. 55 minutes sitting in traffic. I said, okay, I'm going to be on time. I'm leaving perfect time. Took, came, took another route. Dang. Dang it. And it ended up being, uh, well, there was a lot of accidents on a, a 101 and 202. Man. So I took a detour. Anyway, I was going to do that anyway. But on the news, I saw where they were. Coming down um, Arizona Avenue, then I try to come down Maine. Maine turns to Apache. Apache's at 35 miles have, per hour. Do you have the the app Waze on your I phone? I do have it, yeah. Did you use it? No, I didn't use it. Well, I don't need to go. use it. To, well, I looked at the news Well, on the news no, this morning. The news is not is never up to date. Waze, I'm <laughs> telling you. News isn't. It's evolved, mate. It's all about I, the no, app. I, Waze, yeah, I have Waze. Waze is Ways is awesome. Yeah, I have. I never heard of Ways, but I'm I'm going to pick that up here in the next. It tells you what it was that water traffic is. Before the next segment starts, it's going to be on my phone. I look. I I go through Google Maps, but it shows the impactful traffic where it's at. What side streets? W A Z E. Yeah, it's a little puffy. It is. It is awesome, and it will tell you what to look out for, what's the Mm -hmm. right route to take, and it will it will redirect you, and. And we had somebody in here a couple of weeks ago that was talking about how bad traffic is in their cities and things. Me? I said, "Oh, their cities." Yeah, and and I said, if you're not using Waze, then you're making a mistake. <laughs> I will never ever not follow Waze because they absolutely it is up to the very second because you have a master community of of all the millions of people on the road. Yeah. They're the ones that are making the updates and ways and right, fact, the that changes is. as a result. So, well, I don't know if Waze work. <laughs> I don't know how that could work in California. It, it I was going to say that. I was going to say it, it must works, not work in, in No, it in works California phenomenally. It's, it's the only way to travel in California. In California. And, and anywhere that you're dealing with traffic, it is up to date. I mean, up to the very second. Yeah, I have Where are the police officers? Where are... Where are um, what? Uh, yeah, yes. they got speed traps, oh, no. too. Speed traps. Yeah. It also will... any uh, if, they're, if they've got any checkpoints out there, it identifies all of this stuff. So if you're not using Waze... You need to be stuck in traffic. You're going to be stuck in traffic. You're not going to enjoy your ride. Well, I didn't. I, I don't make sense to be coming. Well, it's probably 25 minutes. I should be in traffic for 55 minutes. Man, we you shouldn't crazy. be, but you were. We need I, a Waze yeah. commercial yeah. on here. Sponsored Kurt by Waze. Kurt just gave you one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just, exactly. I thought he was going to Waze. Get out the way. 
<laughs> no, I'm telling you, you I, I have I have said so many times. It would tell me, hey, get off on this side street. There's no way. There's no traffic right here. And the second that's out of my mouth and I miss my exit, bam. Run right into traffic. Oh, and it just, I, it is never wrong. <laughs> it is never wrong. So Before the next segment, Papa, it's going to be on my, it's yeah, be on no, my it's, new app. You download that for it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's loading so, up. Yeah, I've had the app. I just never, it's in the back of my hundred apps. Yeah. I just never use it. You know, we, you know, and again, I jumped in obviously at the wrong time, but What's I, it's so difficult to compare generation to generation. I really struggle with, with how Oscar Robertson wants to critique Steph Curry. Can't do it. Where Johnny mm-hmm. Bench now comes out and rips Bryce Harper. And Johnny Bench, my Cincinnati Reds, Johnny Bench. Yes, and rips Bryce Harper because of his attitude and the way he plays the game. I, it is it, this. There's too many generations, and the game. If these people can't if, understand that evolution takes place in every aspect of life, mm-hmm. and that most predominantly in sports, you know. And and I'm I'm a convert to this philosophy because, I mean, again, I didn't like Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. Until I knew he was an amazing talent, and I thought his antics were, were crazy. And then I started to realize, again, Cam does nothing, nothing to insult his, his opposing teammates. He is only enjoying the joy of himself. Bryce Harper, the bat flip by, by uh, Jose Batista, all of this stuff, I get sick and tired of people taking pot shots at these guys when they are celebrating only within themselves and nothing dictated whatsoever. I do not see anything wrong with a bat flip. Nothing. Hey, this, this it's, instead of me just dropping a bat, which I can do, I flipped the bat. I did that. I was doing it as a kid. But see, it I doesn't th- matter. I know. I mean, these guys keep saying it's it's not it's the unwritten rules of the game. Would we please stop this? So many unwritten rules. rules. I like the bat flip. I love the bat flip. I love what Jose Batista did because he was expressing his joy with his teammates. It is hard and to hit a fastball. His home ball. stadium. Yep. Yeah. His home stadium. You can do whatever you want at home. Oh, I and, and, and you Toronto, can still be respectful, especially in Toronto. And they are. And, and, yeah. and I think these guys are respectful. And that's the thing that I've made the the uh, change in, in my own thinking. They are being respectful, but they're also this is a game. Let's not forget it. Sports is still a game, and if you can't have the joy and zealousness of the excitement of of your accomplishments, yeah. then then there's no. I don't like this whole see I, old I keep, school, new school. Crap. I keep going back with this old school. I think they're a little jealous jealous <laughs> of this how much money they bringing in. But you got to remember, and there's two things. It's because of them that money comes in. But they're not getting any of it. So you're not mad at you need to be mad at the organization, not the players, because mm-hmm. they can market an alumni association for NBA. They can do that and bring you in where you still hate the game, not the player. They don't hate mm-hmm. the player, right? They don't hate the player. So they you hate you you hating on the wrong person, people. Absolutely. You hating the players. The people sitting in those offices in the air conditioner with the two pieces on, mm-hmm. them the ones that's changing the game. They're the ones that allow kids to come in, like NBA basketball. Those are all AAU guys. No, no, no coaching. Go. None. I got eleven AAU guys on my team. Go do what you do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's the NBA. That's I will have. NBA. I will have yeah. talent. Will trump anything right. that you can do. Them guys are not being coached at the AAU. Yeah. They got a travel team. We taking the best guys out of the state of Virginia. Supposedly, right? And the best guys out of uh, California. Best guys out of Arizona, Indiana. 
that y'all go play against each other. Right. And then uh, we can omit at Wisconsin because they don't have any. <laughs> that's, I, that's, that's why I didn't say yeah, it. Yeah, I, 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 I went to your other place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> however, however, Wisconsin is. They play uh, hey. Notre Dame. Is that game going to be important at all? In the seven, two teams that it's a Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, it's important. It's not really. It's, they, they luckily get in, but luck. It, luck, it takes some luck. It takes <laughs> hey. some luck. Seven and it's seven and six, and you're right. They are in the Sweet Sixteen. How many teams could do that? And Wisconsin's done it. Uh, shoot, they've led the uh, three years in a row. Well, they've no, always ended they're up like in the, eight years in a row. Yeah, the they, they've leading. Uh, they've yeah, leading in the Sweet it, Sixteen. It's crazy. It's it's crazy mm-hmm. to imagine that. A, a place like Wisconsin, but here they are again. <laughs> well, let me add them to the AAU team because I don't know where they're getting these players from. They got to be getting them from Wisconsin because no. Oh no, they are all Wisconsin kids. Yeah, this they're is homegrown. It's yes, like Indiana homegrown. kids. They're not. Yeah. They, I'd rather not leave Indiana if I play basketball. Yeah. Where would I want to go? It's a basketball place. Yeah, maybe French Lake, somewhere. French Lake, Indiana. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's uh, you, you're talking about twelve to fifteen guys, all AAU guys. Not all, eleven of them AAU. The other four, the other four, come from a high school league, or or the dad had them in some type of camp or something like that, or they shot in the backyard forever and perfected a shot. There's no you. You can't hate those players for being who they are, what right. they are, because nobody ever told them you have to change this if you want to go to the NBA. They say no, you play that way, you be a millionaire in three years. You can look at a kid and say if he or she stays on that path, and they in high school. You'd be a millionaire in two to three years. The kid is in high school. You're talking about he or she going to be a millionaire. More so he because most women have to go with the duration unless they play tennis or golf. But you'll be a millionaire in two to three years. Mm-hmm. We'll take a quick break and we'll come back. I do need some coffee. I got to calm down my nerves. Quite a lot of sports talk. Demolition show holding it down. Kurt Feld Keller. We are back in here. It's Taco Tuesday. And I'm going to partake. We'll be right back. <laughs> Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Hi, I'm John Rainey, Chief Financial Officer of United Airlines, and I'm honored to be the National Chair for the 2015 March for Babies campaign for the March of Dimes. United is a proud supporter of the March of Dimes mission to improve the health of babies and fight premature birth. We're helping the March of Dimes fund breakthroughs in research and community programs that help more mothers have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Please join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit marchofdimes.org. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome back. 
Welcome back in to Kwame Lassie Sports Talk Show. 888-346-9144 is the number to call in. It ain't fofo no more. It ain't fofo no more because it's Tuesday. It's Taco Tuesday. You did mention Taco Tito Tuesday. We got Kurt Books. Oh, Kurt got the book open today. He ready well, to go. Well, Kurt didn't get to Kurt the book yesterday. The he didn't really get to the book yesterday. I know. I got, I I got ways. I got ways. Download ways. I'm, about to, I'm about to make up my username right now. They asked my phone number, what's verification code, and everything. Like, yeah, they want too much. Yeah, I'm in, I'm A lot in. of these apps want now. too much. Whatever they want, I'm in. You can't, and you can, you, see, you, you can get them whatever they want, but you can't tell Kurt when you got a plus one. What do you mean? Kurt knows. Kurt, Kurt. knows when I got a plus one. I don't know. Well, he may be. Maybe. I don't know what y'all be talking about in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't see him in the gym anymore. Because he, he don't never show up. <laughs> he, he just, I never show up. <laughs> hey, you don't you don't get these. You don't get those guys. Whoa, you don't get up. these. He got those back up. in '74. And <laughs> <laughs> still sitting strong, Kurt. You don't have uh, Burt Reynolds work out. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, you guys are terrible. Hey, if you got allergies, man, it's this this today. It's this season. This today. I got nothing. You want to know why? You've been on. You've been on your drops. Yep, been on the drops. Yeah, the drops. I. Morning and night. You got to get it in your system. You got to stick with it morning and night. And you know what helps too, yeah. along with your drops? Yeah. Uh, baby allergy pills. Real chewable ones. Go to Walgreens, oh. yep. Oh, like Benadryl? Baby Benadryl yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah. That, that works too now. Yeah. All right. I can buy that. I saw something on uh, news real quick before we go to the book. That I did not know was illegal. Potlucks. What? Yeah. It was what? illegal to hold a potluck. I don't know. You know where everybody bring food? Yeah. Yeah, that was illegal till just now, till recently. I don't know. Where was yeah, it? In illegal? Arizona, I guess. There was a law against potlucks. <laughs> I'm not lying. Look at it. Didn't re- That's too funny. <laughs> <What>? Look <laughs> it up. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pushing the. Yeah, wow. look at on this. I love potlucks. Oh, I, you know. You don't bring up but napkins. Am I illegal? No, no. Just having them. Having a pot. Wow! I, I did not know that. I did. I not hope know I'm that wrong. Either. I have a warrant out for my arrest. Like yeah. I love potluck. I do bring the napkin strong <laughs> and take about eight plates home. Boy, <laughs> that's a potluck. Shit right about there. your own napkin. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Well, look, I did everybody a favor. I bought napkins. Look, that's you be right. wiping your hands with your mouth. That's true. <laughs> Actually, a solid point. Wow, that boy. There's a fun fact for you. I did not know that. Yeah, that was a good one. So Dang. just recently. There is isn't a state government decided to repeal this no potluck law. Man, I thought it was a policy. They, it was a law. It, this this wow. was this was passed recently. Demery, I want to know it's what was only the, illegal in Arizona. You see oh, that? You it's see still that? illegal in Arizona. It may be other places, but but how, Arizona what, was the first state. to What pop makes up. it illegal? Though it's a potluck. Wow. People getting together. I think it's probably the because food poisoning or different foods. you're bringing into a public environment where there is no real. Um, what where understanding? What? You talking about in the park? No, no into into your workplace. Oh, so, okay. for instance, everybody brings a dish into oh, the studio. Not bringing anything. They yeah. bring cookies. But but we so that well apparently that's illegal too. <laughs> it is. You can't. Uh, that's got to be illegal because there's probably no way to make sure that the food is in fact was prepared properly so that there's no botulism or anything. Like, what if the chicken was pink inside or something? Say botulism. Completely... I'm thinking about Bobby C. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, man. R- it, it, reported by Alex Swerdoff. Wow. He says Arizona's anti-potluck law came to light when someone at Apache Junction Trailer Park had enough of the potluck park. dinners. Well, that explains They were thrown there on the regular. <laughs> the unnamed potluck hater discovered that technically you can't legally throw a potluck in Arizona outside of a workplace. 
outside of a workplace. Pinal County so inside is good to go. Were bought into the trailer park and began a crackdown. So. So if somebody's lost somebody in their family, you know how everybody brings over a dinner or something? That's a Is that luck. illegal? That's a, That's a potluck. In a, in Sounds a like a potluck to me. It's a barbecue. <laughs> it's not a barbecue. Well, what's a barbecue? <laughs> a, a barbecue out. potluck is all the same. Somebody it bringing something? It is the something? same to me. It, it is the same? Yeah, barbecues oh, yeah, yeah. and barbecues yeah. no, and cookouts. I've been I'd like to know. bringing a dish. Yeah, if somebody's bringing something. I'm not going to cook everything. If you're going to cook it on the grill or something, and apparently that's illegal. Wow. Who knew? Outside of a workplace. That's crazy, wow. huh? That is insane. What's in the book? That's crazy. Have That's a lucky insane. pot. Now, we, you guys, I hope you got Johnny Menzel in the book and Drew yeah, Rosenhaus. Let me go to my yes, book. Yes, exactly. I think we get the same book. So, <laughs> so Johnny Menzel has decided his best move, considering how his NFL career has gone, his best move is to team up with Drew Rosenhaus. Of all people. Of all the agents you can go out and get, well, maybe it's the only agent he could get because I, I would assume because he was dropped by his last agent. His, la- his last agent was uh, Eric Burkhart. And he said, I'm not dealing with this anymore. He said, I'm out. Accountability is the foundation of any relationship, and without it, the function of my work is counterproductive. Johnny Manziel, I quit you. So Drew Rosenhaus, and and by the way, they say that this is this is his first and only quarterback he has in his quote unquote stable. Yeah, ever. What does that tell you? Nobody trusts this guy. He he goes with the uh, the controversial guys more so, and more well, most quarterbacks are not that controversial. Well, he he brings sensationalism to the Receiver negotiations. Says, he would have been Demry's uh, agent. Oh, Probably, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. do it for a receiver. Well, let's see, do it exactly yeah, for a receiver. They're thinking. They're what? thinking sensationalism is the way to go because that's how I play. <laughs> right, right. That's like <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm that guy. Uh, exactly. You got to think of the history of Drew Rosenhaus and all his clients and how his receivers turned out. And but you got to also think well, about uh, now as why a quarterback. I don't know. Quarterback. His, his well, quarterback clientele is not not that strong. It's not well, strong at all. Let's also remember how every single one of his relationships has ended. With his players. Chad Johnson. It has not been good. It has not been good. So now you're taking Johnny Menzel, who's suspect from any any direction you want to look at him from, he's suspect. One, I don't think he can play anyway. But <laughs> Dang. but he, he was he straight is, to it. He's he? not accountable <laughs> to anything. Right. He's a total narcissist mm. because he he you know, it's all about him, it's all about me. He doesn't he care about his teammates. The story about uh, then somebody in his camp, camp mean family now when I'm talking about this situation, uh, well, look, we're going to give you this much to go away. Yes. I mean, so here's – this is this is probably the worst marriage I've ever what seen What was his girl sports. name? Oh, Colleen Crowley. See, well, you, you he's talk, an idiot. He, pretty much. It boils down to stone or – Stupid, yeah. He um, – everyone's talking about you're – not, you're, not, you're forgetting that his agent fired him. Uh, was it uh, Eric Burkhart, Burkhart? But then you hired Drew. Like that's some magic thing. <laughs> you already said, Kurt, and I agree. I thought he was good in college, but what what turned me off him in college is he wins the Heisman. Really, I don't think he because he beat Alabama. That yeah. Anyway, he decided not to go to class the next year. Say so I got I can't walk on campus because he thought he was the Rolling Stones. Then he comes into the league and think he's already made it. Then I met the guy last year. Like how we sitting right here, met the guy, just talking. Yeah. I'm like, damn, he's not that bad a guy. Why is he an idiot in public? You hang around the wrong people, the wrong thing's going to happen. He's hanging around the wrong people. Also, let's not forget that 
No team really wants him, so what Drew's going to do? Force a team to get, play? Why not take a guy, Carson Wentz, or any of those guys out there coming in right now? They're the same as Johnny Manziel. He has no stats. He has no numbers. No. Go get somebody younger and it's quarterback ready. When when the defensive players have gotten their hands <laughs> on him, they've tossed him around like a rag doll. Just, just threw him. I mean, he is he he just does not have the wherewithal to play in the NFL. I'm sorry. Let's just stop this charade. Yeah. And Drew Rosenhaus saying there's several teams interested in him. Well, where are they playing flag football over in England? No, I think they're <laughs> in Canada. Well, yeah. Because he in maybe Canada. maybe he'll take Hunter. He'll light Canada up. Drew Rosenhaus is just excited to be back in the limelight. Right. This is a come up for, well, for Drew Rosenhaus. So we've got two narcissists. We've got two narcissists together. Perfect. Together. What could go we wrong here? Boom. This, this seems more boom. about Drew than than uh, Johnny. I, I think. I, I, well, they're the same person. To be honest with you, yeah. in their profession. But like you said, he want his name back in the limelight. Because I haven't heard oh, him for a while. They're ready to get this parade going. I got to take him off my LinkedIn. I'm going to follow it. I'm going to watch, off I'm gonna watch LinkedIn, how this Drew. go. Well, we, yeah. Well, uh, not just being a fan of sports, Everybody likes sex, sex, money, and murder. Yeah. It's about to, something From about an entertainment standpoint, this is, about to, this is about to blow up. So you do like watching train wrecks and, and car crashes. Live. I don't, you don't turn your head. This no, you don't turn your head. This is I did not see coming. Whenever when I never see something like see something coming, I'm gonna tune into it. Like, wow, I didn't see this coming, but I want to see which way it go. It's a trip. You got two. You only there is. It's only going one way. <laughs> I know your past. I see your present. Now let's see what's gonna happen in the future. You got uh, Jared Goff, uh, <laughs> Connor Cook, Carson Wentz. If it comes down to me taking one of those guys before I take Johnny Manziel, what well, Johnny Manziel is just gonna bring a distraction to my what? team? Even if he's just my backup. He's a distraction to my team because you're going to ask me questions. He's worse than about Tim Tebow. He's worse than Tim Tebow. I was going to ask you about that. I was going to yeah, ask you. He is. Is Tim he a bigger Tebow's, distraction than Tebow? Absolutely. I think the two people that should be fired is the guy who took both of those in the first round. Absolutely. They should be fired. They should well, be out of a job. The Cleveland guy was, and well, so is the uh, so is the uh, Denver guy. Now. They should be out of a job. John I think, I think a lot of coaches George. should be out of job in college, uh, not coaching these kids up. Yeah. That's true. Ooh. They're, they're, Touch them, man. So that's painful. <laughs> so speaking of quarterbacks, so when we look at the market that's out there, you know, Kaepernick, everybody's saying that Kaepernick does not want to play in San Francisco. Let me ask you guys. Yeah, ask me. Ask why me. not? Why would you not want to play in a system that seems to me ideally fit for you? I don't know. Uh, outside looking in, it's easy to say that. I yeah, thought agreed. ideally LaShawn McCoy was a perfect fit or DeMarco Murray, maybe you'll find a way in, in, in Chip Kelly's Chip Kelly system. system, what he did at Oregon. But I thought Michael Vick was going to be that guy. Right. And then you, I kind of look at it as, yeah, Oregon had a fun system with Chip Kelly, but I don't know what the discussion was going on in the locker room. Maybe just some of those guys weren't. That excited when they were there, you know. Obviously, they get to national championships. They were tearing up the, the Pac-12, Pac-10, and they weren't overcoming that last hump. So, it's what are you telling me, Chip Kelly? I'll I don't tell think you. Chip Kelly's the right leader, or okay. I don't. I don't, I don't yeah. think a lo- enough guys believed in Chip Kelly. I don't think he's in that position. Because right. once you got so. that stigma, Chip Kelly is getting a Tom Coughlin chance. Tom Coughlin, when he was in Carolina, I believe it was his way to highway Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When both teams came in the lead, ninety-five, yep. I think it was. It was his way or the highway. Yep. He comes to New York and think you're going to talk to some grown men like that? Well, right. when you start a new league, you added more men or more guys into this league, to the system. It's about um, at any given time, 1,500 guys on the team. Yeah. I mean, in the league. 
you thought you was going to talk to those guys. When you bow down Tom Coughlin, bow down and meaning, okay, wait, I'm dealing with some grown men. I don't care if I'm 100 years old. These are some still grown men. They win, they win Super Bowls. They go to the Super Bowl. They win Super Bowls. Now, uh, Chip Kelly is getting the opportunity to learn from his mistakes in Philadelphia, and hopefully he does learn. I, t- I saw him at the Super Bowl, and it was it – was, I don't know if it was good to see him there, but it was, or maybe it was disgusting because he had like he belonged there. Maybe he does, but he just at the bar, just drink, laughing, giggling, like, oh man, I should be me. I know how I would be doing what, whatever I did in Philadelphia. I would be somewhere just masterminding my plan to be better than I was. But it was almost like they was in the country club. But so we're talking about accountability, and Johnny Menzel can't take accountability. I'm suspecting Kelly cannot take accountability for his own his own behaviors. He tends to seem like he can't self-reflect and understand, hey, I'm clearly saying the wrong things to the wrong people. Right. I'm not this is not college. I'm more yeah. interested in being right than getting it right. Man, I say that all the time to people and they just look at me like with that dumb look on their face. I'm saying, well, just say it to yourself a couple times, then write it down. Maybe you can see it cuz I'm yeah. tired of explaining to you, you idiot, you. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's you can't hear a conversation. You'd rather argue the conversation to be right than argue the conversation to get the whole thing right in itself. Exactly. In a nutshell, I don't. I don't know if he has that humble gene and and has the the intelligence. Like obviously, Coughlin learned from his mistakes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you uh, you, you look at how all those guys when he retired or didn't retire. So when he was forced out um, out of New York. All those teammates loved him. It had nothing to do with color. It had it, nothing it, to do with anything other than they respected the man and loved the man. And I don't think the same thing can be obviously the same thing can be said about Chip Kelly. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. There's a whole different love it, when you respect. It doesn't somebody. mean that there's intention. It doesn't mean that you're not going to disagree. It, it's just completely different. So I'm not sure. Chip Kelly has that gene in him. I think he's another narcissist. I mean, goodness, we've got a show of narcissists today. I tell you what, though, he's gonna get he's gonna get that chance this time. Chip Kelly's getting another chance to, to prove it, though. Well, yeah. I mean, he, he he's gonna end up being a rich man from doing nothing for doing nothing except for wreaking havoc on two different organizations. Now let's add this to about Chip Kelly because this might have something. This might be the light in his NFL career so far. Now, he was in the NFC East, NFC Week. So he won three straight. Then he went three straight NFC championship. Not championship. Yeah, two. 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 Yeah, two ten division. and six. Ten and six. Two divisional championships. Yep. And was out the first round. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And was out the first round. You got to take it to the next level now. And so, so, so your question, it really is, why doesn't Kaepernick, Kaepernick really want to play in that And system. I get what you're saying. I mean, and it's San I don't Fran think too. the system, I'm thinking San Francisco. I'm thinking, I'm thinking the Fran. marketing. If it ain't Dallas, San Francisco's not a bad place to be at. Oh, as far as, or, as, far or as the far Giants, marketing. marketing, NFL. I mean, besides Dallas Cowboy fans, I think 49ers may be next. Or maybe Oakland. Oakland. Or Green Bay. I, I think it's, it's Oakland before anybody. But San Francisco is a historic team. Ran the, ran the ship in the 80s, 90s. You're talking about the fans? Yeah, okay. fans. I mean, marketing, they just opened the stadium. Man, we go across the board with fans, Kaepernick, though. why in the world would you want to just jump out of that? I want to go where the worst fans are. If, I, if if they didn't have a quarterback already in Oakland, Kaepernick could go to Oakland. Yeah. He, he wouldn't yeah. have to move his house. True, true, true. But Oakland, Carr to Cooper, get used to it. 
Absolutely. And they've built that team up so far where they could be 11-5 and five this year before we all know it. Oh, I, I well, We'll we look Denver, at the five games they lost and say, man, they still the same Oakland Raiders, but we forgot they just won 11 games. You, yeah. you look at Denver, who's just definitely on their way Denver down. going from first to last. To last. Yes. In, the, in the division. That yeah. quick. That quick. That quick. All because of a quarterback. So, and we'll, I, maybe we'll catch this on the uh, next segment, but as we stick with the quarterback scenario, you still have you still have your New York Jets quarterback sitting out there, Fitzpatrick, <laughs> without a home. I think he's John Elway or something. Well, I, and and I understand the numbers standpoint mm-hmm. that he had a very nice numbers game, but I'm sorry, he had a very nice gotta, defense. You got to call it the way you see it. He is still a backup quarterback. Caliber. He was a backup and that's to why Gino. He's being paid as a backup right. quarterback, and that's how the lead sees him because he was a backup to Gino until Gino got punched in the mouth for well, running his mouth. And mm-hmm. he he's lost a, he's lost his his opportunities everywhere else. Right, in Buffalo. But I think he's taken. I mm-hmm. think the Mesa uh, home plant guy. He's from Mesa, Arizona, right? Mm-hmm. Went to Harvard. Who cares? Um, <laughs> I think he's taking advantage of the business, the, the the timing of it right now with being a quarterback. But what what's the NFL telling him? And we can catch that on the other side of the break. Right. But what what's the NFL telling Fitzpatrick? Think about that while we go to break. Carmen Lasher Sports Talk. Demer Lachey, Kurt Felkeller. We'll be right back. flagship station for sports voice america sports want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience tune into sports info um with daryl oliver and sam sword we'll talk about the drafts play-by-play and even what's happening in the offseason daryl and sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past present and future we'll cover the camps on and off field and everything else football and beyond sports info um is heard mondays at 8 p.m eastern 5 p.m pacific on the voice america sports channel the smackdown is on for spring gobblers and the revolution with jim and travis here with killer fresh tactics that'll surely help you tag out turkey style and joining the boys for a special in-depth three-part interview will be Michael Waddell, host of Michael Waddell's Bone Collector, and Real Tree Road Trips with Michael Waddell and Matt Moret of Avian X. And it's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel your internet flagship station for sports voice america sports this here's a chance for all the 
fellas try to do what those ladies tell us. Get shot down. That's ones right there. Welcome back to Quam Night Sports Talk. Maybe my ear set is low. My ears are sensitive. I gotta retrain my ears. 888-346-9144. That's just the number, please don't call in. What you say? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, but uh, uh, we were talking about Fitzpatrick on the way out of last uh, segment. Well, we were talking about uh, Taco Tuesday, really. And we were talking about, well, during the break, of course, Taco Tuesday always takes precedence. Always. Uh, but you know what? I decided what I was going to do. I said I was going to start yeah. drinking, right? right? Real quick. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to cut out the alcohol, and I'm going to buy more shoes. Okay. Shoes for booze. You're working your shoe game. I'm working my shoe because I've got a cold shoe game. I just don't. Put, I don't have any. When I go to shoe game, I'm go to back to my belt game. When I go from my belt game, I'm go back to probably. I might throw a bow tie with it. You know, casual. The bow tie. Jean. Bow tie. That's above casual. Yeah, not not me. I, I'm I'm like boys to men. A B C B B D. <laughs> the East Coast family. It's <laughs> <laughs> above casual. Wow. <laughs> I'm a. Uh, well, it's gonna be a fun bow tie. It's gonna be like a little. Whose bow tie are you buying? Because there's a bunch of good good ones out there now. Michael Strahan's. Oh, Strahan's? You're going to go with Keep it in the family, yeah. All right. Because right. I might can get a couple of them free. All right. So if I get a couple of them free. <laughs> Who had on a bow tie when we went out that night? One of y'all had on. No, y'all had on ties. No. No, no, I think that was. I've never thing. worn a bow Well, I can't say it. I have never worn a real bow tie where you actually have to tie <laughs> You had to tie it? I <laughs> actually have to tie it. I've worn the bow tie that's the clip-on thing. But I have never wore a real Dimmer, bow tie. That's your businessman right there. I don't think <laughs> I don't think I could pull a bow tie off. I think there's a certain look look that pulls a bow tie off. I'm a prove. And you I don't wrong. think I have it. I'm gonna prove you wrong. Well, you might have the look. No, I'm talking. About, I'm gonna prove you. Wrong. I'm gonna show you you can wear a bow tie. Ooh, that would be entertaining. Um, it's, no, well, it's it'd be good. quite entertaining. It's, hey, fun. I'm up for anything. You know me. I'll give it a shot. But I don't think I'm that guy. I don't think. Where's Fawn Chang when I need her? Right. Fawn Chang hasn't been back on the show in a while. Fawn, well, I heard from her last night. I, she, She's not doing us any good. No, just. By sitting on the sidelines over there. And, but no, we could, we could actually bring that up with Fawn and say, hey, what's the deal with bow ties? Is it. Um, you got to have a bean pie? Yeah. No, you could, you could pull it off. But no, I'm going to go. Here's what, here it is. And we'll get back to what we were saying. We're talking about quarterbacks. Okay. Shoes for booze. Shoes for booze. That's okay. That's gonna take. That's gonna take seven to ten pounds off me immediately. Hmm. Then I can. My jeans won't be so tight around my thighs no more. My waist. When your jeans tight, you got to pee more. That's very true. That's very very true. I'm I'm uh, again. I'm liking where I'm at now after I've shed shed a few. How's the limitless working? You, you're not noticing yet. It's not in your system yet. No, no, I, I haven't. Uh, I, I although I did take it. I, now I'm in my third day, right? Yeah, day you three. in your third day? Yeah, I, I thought day, day two. <laughs> Maybe it is day two. Yeah. You know what? You're right. I just got what you two. said. How's the limitless? Y'all, <laughs> y'all are stupid. Y'all are. Hey, I just want to see. Y'all are stupid. Well, well, I, hey, I'll not? take an edge. I'll take an edge. I'll take an edge anytime I can get it. Yeah, and I steal. I'll steal from anybody too. Oh, and make it better. Absolutely. If I if I'm if I really think I'm smarter than everybody and something else gonna make me smarter, you seen Lucy? Have you guys seen Lucy? I love Lucy. No, no, well, no. Right, that's what I'm thinking about. What did you oh, uh, no, the movie Lucy. Lucy with the uh, what's this girl Pl- plays know. in a lot of the um, Captain America stuff. Hmm. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. Demery. I, I clearly Look don't it up. 
Jeremy's gonna look it up. All right, thank you. It's goodness. a movie called Lucy, right? Yeah, that's man. What I'm, that's what, about? See, you'll watch that movie. You guys will watch that movie. And you think, man, that's that's a good movie. Right. But the movie has a lot of things. Oh, it's Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Oh, yeah. Scarlett. From New York, New York. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson, yeah. Yeah, she's beautiful, but No, I, mm, I but seen her without makeup. Her movies are bad. What? She make bad movies. Well, maybe because I like the uh, Captain America and all that stuff. Yeah, the stuff. Captain America. And are, um, I yeah. like the X, not the X Men, but well, I like X Men, but it's uh, she's Avengers. Not the main characters in those, though. But. She, she is. She's uh, the Black Widow. Like if you watch, if you guys did comic books, I don't know if you did comic books. I used to watch the Super Friends and Legion of Doom all the time growing up. Maybe you guys. I didn't missed watch out it. on all that stuff. No, you didn't. It was on. I watched Johnny Quest. It was on the same time. I love Johnny John. Quest. Well, see, I was so I was watching Johnny Quest, and on the other channel was no same no, time, I, same era. That's yeah, what I mean. no, no. I used to watch that too. So Johnny Quest. I used to watch the superheroes, and I did like them. I mean, I'm I'm a Captain America guy, right? And so Scarlett Johansson is in this. Uh, yeah, Captain yeah, America. but she's not like she's not that cute. The main by the way, character. she's she, the female she lead, is though, isn't she? Oh, she bad. is. She's huh? Bad. No, damn yeah, she's a female lead, but she's I'm not so, Iron Man. She's not the hey, Hulk. She's but not, she's. But she's probably she's making ten million. I'm gonna show, yeah. No question. She's worth ten I'm million. Not, I'm, I'm not she's touching the bank million. right now. I'm not touching. That. I'm gonna show you a picture of her with <laughs> no makeup on. Not touching them checks, of course. Like, she's no, she's, she's worth about ten million. Easily, easily, she's worth ten million. I don't know. I don't know if she's got that kind of draw. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not sure if I watch a I'm movie starring Scarlett Johansson. I, well, I I'm would. not gonna tune into it because the movie she's in, like Lucy. Well, if it's Lucy. A YouTube, I will. Well, that's Thank free. You. See, YouTube, 10 minutes, I watched the I watched, mess I watched of Scarlett Johansson. This is why y'all don't know I watched the trailer. This is what I'm, this is what I'm talking This is what I'm dealing with, y'all. I watched the trailer. Y'all give me a headache. I watched the preview. Y'all give me a headache. Talk I watched Scarlet. the tutorials. I watched, you All right, know. So you didn't need tutorials. <laughs> no, no, okay, I'll give you that. All right, so, hey, so we've talked about quarterbacks. Let's talk about running backs. Well, there's no running back. Oh, Alfred Morris signed a two-year deal with the Dallas Cowboys, but the Cowboys weren't done. They sound somebody else? Trent Richardson this morning. That's dumb. They brought in, so they're bringing in Alfred Morris. What is the Cowboys? And Ew. Trent Richardson. And you got Derek McFadden is, over there. McFadden plays what, three games a year? Right, because his, his Achilles hurt. Well, he's. Oh, he may have got a headache. He's like Manziel. I, I, don't, I think he's too fragile to play running back in the NFL. Well, Dunbar's gone. He was bad in Arkansas. Yeah. Didn't he, he go to Arkansas? Yeah. He was, he, I thought he was going to be the guy. Yeah. I thought he had that. I thought uh, he was too. Here's my thing is I when I looked at his body, mm-hmm. I was going, he gets to the NFL. It, again, it's the Manziel thing. When he gets to the NFL, he's going to fold like a tortilla. Oh, you, oh, okay. He had no – I mean, you ever see that guy? I mean, he's got – you know, there's cankles where, where you know, your calves turn into your ankles. Yeah. yeah. He has no calves, no legs to speak of whatsoever. Just big, he's just a big hulking upper body and no he's, no He's butt, the guy no in the legs. gym. He's the guy in the gym want to work up all the upper oh. body and, and then no legs. Look like <laughs> a cartoon character. Have you ever seen this guy? Oh, my goodness. It cracks me up. And <laughs> they, always wear the, they always wear the long shorts, but you see these tiny little calves sticking <laughs> yeah. out at the bottom. You're just going, dude. And a tank top. Oh, oh, absolutely. And it's it's not only a tank top, but it's one of those muscle tank tops with a little tie in the in back. In the back, like the ladies wear? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Ooh. It is, it oh, is like ladies wear. They, want, they don't want to show their back off. I know what you're talking about. I mean, it's, it's it looks good. I, Mr. Incredible. No. But you have no legs. It doesn't look good. It looks good. Stop hating. Uh, it doesn't look good. No, the body, the upper body? He built like an Incredible. Well. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. cartoon? For much. You've got to be, you, you just, if you're going to go to that extent where you're showing off one part, then wear long pants. <laughs> 
Wear sweatpants. Yeah, yeah, because they make Wear sweatpants. Them. You can't be walking around in shorts when you've got no legs. Yeah, that's you not just a good look, man. They, you wear the long pants, you'd be fooling people. You know how like, women fool people. They oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's why I always say, you know, you got to be careful because if they're wearing really tight stuff and it's all it's all holding it together and looks nice, but right. the second you unfurl all that, it's throw up. <laughs> just hear it's a bad look. <laughs> Alfred Morris. All right, so Alfred Morris and Trent Richardson. Trent Richardson, like who was out all last year. That's been, boy. That ain't my boy. That's boy. Been com- Trent Richardson. He's been a complete bust. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. There's a guy who's who's Mr. I work out. I look. I look the part, but can't play the part. That's an Alabama guy. He's got though. no dog. That's he got Alabama. No dog. Period. That's Alabama guy. He's from Alabama. Yeah, he went to Alabama. Yeah. I know, but I'm, you say period. I know he's from Alabama. Oh, I don't. That's Alabama. I, I think the, the prospects that come out of Alabama to the NFL. That's not how all they pan out. Well, not all running backs. I like Clint Dix. You got but like the back. running backs for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's the only one that's balling. I can think about in the last couple of years. Yeah, Amari. Yeah. yeah. Cooper's a baller. Who's the other receiver the came out? Julio, Julio Jones. Julio Jones. Yeah. Running backs, though, I think are a problem for, for Alabama because Eddie Lacy is a <laughs> – you know, the jury's still out. I'm sorry. I've seen one good season. I've one, yeah. I've seen one fat season. I, I, I don't still, understand that. He's still that. fat, by the way. He's supposed to be losing weight. He's yeah. not losing weight. You lose five pounds. That is he not said, losing weight. He said – oh, he's only lost five? I'm just saying. That's he, not, said, <laughs> he said he was going to be down 30 pounds coming into camp. Why year. did you get up 30 pounds? Absolutely. Great you, you, question. This this was this tells me the guys don't have a passion to play in this league, or they're not disciplined enough to play in this league. You don't have what you did your first year. All you got to do is learn upstairs. Now you don't have to put on extra weight and all that nonsense because you now he runs pretty good. He remind me of not not Monty Ball because he was a bust too. Um, Bam Bam Morris, I think, like with the big Natron Mings. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. big guy that can still run. So take the off Corrier. the yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Take off the thirty pounds and do your job. Well, and, and that's what he's supposedly going to get back to his rookie season weight, which was thirty pounds. That's ago. hard to do when you've been playing with th- two years of it's going to be extra weight. Well, he's just a. I mean, he's just fat. You saw a couple of the runs in the playoffs and stuff where he just tuckered himself out. When I mean, you, you should have strolled zone. into the it, end zone yeah. untouched, and you get run down at the 15-yard line by some defensive lineman. <laughs> I mean, that's embarrassing. He's it, fat. There's some. Uh, uh, fat. Yeah, he, he pretty much, pretty much. You you can't you can't gain all that weight and, and so, talk about. So what are the Cowboys? Well, again, and, and I'm saying this rhetorically. This is a camp body. This is. Again, when you've got the Jones playing personnel, uh, personnel Directors guys and, yeah. and stuff, and you got Jerry Jones and his son Stephen Jones making these decisions on personnel. I hope this, is what you, this is what you get. This is what you get. This is what you get. Well, they tried to make a run at Demarco Murray. They tried to get him. Who Dallas? Before he got to uh, before he got to Tennessee, I would never go back. Dallas, to Dallas. made the phone call. Oh, I uh, would never go back. there. You think Philadelphia going to send Demarco Murray back to Dallas? No, no, no way. No. Well, they would do it because they you can do it because the coach is gone. So then you're not giving them any trade secrets. I'm going to go gone. see DeMarco Murray for the next five years. In if Tennessee? He goes to, if, he go, if he went to Dallas. Tennessee's if not. I'm Philadelphia. I'm not Tennessee, sending right? him back to Dallas. No. They were wrecking shop. They were killing us. I'm right. not sending. So, yeah, I'm missing them off to but Tennessee. But that's the But line. they made a run out. I thought they were going to go for Ezekiel Elliott. Now, I don't know. Ezekiel I thought they were going to draft Elliott. Who have they picked up that's any good? Who, Dallas? Alfred yeah. Morris, 
Alfred Morris, no. been, I think he's serviceable. He's good. I he's think serviceable. He's, I think he's but good. you need two running backs. He's ran in the, need he's two ran in the NFC East before. He's been successful in the NFC East. Well, he's the one with the most carries in four he's years. He's just been injured, though. Well, yeah. and yeah. There, therein lies the challenge of signing him. I think you Alfred think Morris. I think Alfred Morris is going to fall off a cliff. <laughs> I, I, I do. His performance, I think, is going to fall off a cliff. I don't. You see this all the time in the running backs. Because if you got They're two running backs. four years, they're done. I think I, I was an Alfred Morris fan. Oh, I, 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 I was I was in Washington. He was probably the only one. Mm-hmm. And maybe Cooley, who was their tight end, maybe. Chris Cooley. Chris Cooley, yeah. yeah. But if, like you said, if you have two, and I agree with this, you're not going to be successful if you don't have two running backs. Especially opposite like Ezekiel. Receiver. Ezekiel is the opposite of You got to have Morris. a change of pace because uh, Chris Johnson re-signed with the Cardinals, so that was a huge deal. Now, we know the, uh, Big Johnson, uh, David Johnson. David Johnson is going to be the starter. What about Ellington? What's happened to him now? Is he gone? Can he stay healthy? Yeah, that's a problem. Can you stay healthy? You can't make the club in the tub. <laughs> there's, there's the biggest ability that anybody brings to the football field is the avail. Is who? The avail. The avail. Uh, you heard Availability. Avail. Yeah. Yeah. And there's just there's uh, doing trivia. I'm trying to games. I'm trying to think which player is that? Yeah, which, I'm thinking who's a lot of luck who, who he played for. He said Evel. Yeah, who's Evel? Who's Evel? Sound like a black running back. <laughs> who's Evel? Uh, <laughs> like, no, it's a white dude from Wisconsin. So we say uh, Evel. Yeah, I'm like Avail. who he play for. Avail. I'm like, Avail. So I mean that that to me, and and that's why you can't count on. People like a Johnny Manziel, and you can't count on, but those on guys selfish. a McFadden. Yeah. You can't count on these guys because they're just not available. Football is the most powerful game that exposes everything about you. It's not baseball, not basketball. Football, and the team sport that it is, exposes everything about you and who you are as a person in life, period. If you're selfish, it's going to come out. If you're a baller, you're going to see it. If you're a coward, it's going to come out. If you're smart, you will see those things. You will see every characteristic that you will need outside of the sport you play yep. in football. So, RG3? Selfish. Wow. Selfish. Oh, I think I, – I, listen, his options are, are running thin. I mean, when, when you see that he's the front runner in Cleveland. To be a backup – why, I why still, I'm still going with Josh McCown. Josh McCown's the starter in Cleveland too. I think otherwise. it's selfishness. Why hasn't he found he, a home yet? He's selfish. That's, that's, Look, if you if you a guy and they talking about you running the lead that you are not good with your teammates and you the quarterback, now you a receiver you might get away with that, but you the quarterback. Yeah, you know it's not happening. It is uh, Taco Tuesday. I'm, I'm, run, I'm running the campaign. Shoes for booze, so don't invite me for drinks unless you buy. Listen, um, Demi Lache, Kurt Felkeller, we out. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.